welcome back to Working Wisely. Today's guest is Tim Kala, the co-founder of 169 Labs in Munich, a leading agency in the world of voice interface design. They help companies adapt their products and services to the uh, ever-changing landscape of voice interfaces and chatbots, especially in the worlds of Alexa and Google and uh, beyond. If that wasn't enough, Tim is also the host of the uh, annual All About Voice conference via 169 Labs, where voice enthusiasts from around not just Germany, but Europe actually gather to uh, exchange knowledge and talk about the possibilities of voice interface design um, on the horizon in the business world and in terms of just practical application for everyday people. Additionally, Tim has a book by the same name called All About Voice, which is available for German speakers, which breaks down uh, skills, tips, and things that he and his agency have learned along the way about adapting voice interfaces uh, to different company needs. Tim is very passionate about the world of voice interface design. It's fascinating to hear him talk about it because he has a lot of substantive things to say. Uh, he's also someone who takes a great interest in yeah, product life cycles and, and, and what it means to be a part of something uh, innovative in the right place at the right time and what it feels like to be part of a community of people contributing uh, to an innovation. And for those that are excited by new technology and, and, and what kinds of people take an interest in it, you're going to have a great interest in what Tim has to say. So uh, without further ado, here's Tim. We are good. Okay. Um, Tim, thanks for joining me today. Yeah, thank you for having me on your podcast, Jesse. Great to be here. Great. Well, I mean, I think I'll just kick it off with a simple question that you'll probably have a great answer for. What do most people misunderstand about voice user interface technology? Oh, <laughs> okay, great. That's, that's a tough one. to. I'd say it's open-ended. It's a little on the spot. Yeah, yeah, I know. I got that. I think uh, most of the people out there think that uh, creating uh, or de designing for voice user interfaces uh, is easier than it uh, seems to be. Yeah, yeah. They underestimate the work on having a solid user interface with uh, a solid happy path um, so when everything goes, uh, goes absolutely right and the user behaves as we expected. Um, and the, the other part is having... Um, a bulletproof error strategy. So um, as you might know, conversations can can uh, take this or that direction and you have to recover conversations when they uh, go wrong or user don't behave as you have, have expected this before. Yeah, I mean, I think it's an interesting about voice user interfaces that there's, there's uh, so much that goes into a conversation and there's so much that has to be reconciled on a branding perspective, on a technical perspective, and on a user yeah. perspective, to make something that is not just uh, coherent in a lot of different situations, but also uh, pleasant to, to interact with, right? I mean, is that is that part of why you you started uh, 169 Labs in, in Munich, or what was the basis for co-founding 169 Labs? I mean, that's I would say the the magical aspects of of these uh, of this interface is what brought us to. Um, diving uh, deeper into that technology, you know, on screens, uh, screen designs or websites and, and, and mobile apps, we have these best practice from maybe 10 or more years of experiences. And you have these um, maybe 
1920 by 1080 pixel on your screen and <laughs> um, yeah and, and conversations are on, on, on more than just one level um, super interesting to design for and we've seen the the developments in the, U the US regarding um, Alexa and um, yeah their impact there um, overseas and in 2016 we decided to yeah dive dive deeper into that and we have uh, imported one device from the US to to Germany and yeah but turning it on and, and playing around with it was absolutely clear that we want to do more more than just be a user um, and that's why why we founded 169 labs yeah so you wanted to take an active role in moving that technology forward, not just sort of accepting this this exotic new thing that's flown across the ocean from the U.S. Correct? Yeah, I mean, and it's 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 a it's a new technology, and as as and there's there's so much more, so much to learn about it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this is why we 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 thought, okay, let's be, try to be um, one of the the pioneers here in, in the European market there. And we attended like in the first year we attended like every event there there was related to chatbots and to conversation interface to AI, machine learning and stuff like that. And uh, we asked if we could participate in the in the program of these events and uh, somehow that we can build our brand, right? And and we people know that we are working in this field and that we want to have an. Uh, expertise there and want to grow um, in that field and yeah this is um, it was uh, more or less the, the aim of the first year of 169 labs to have as much ex experience as possible and to attend as many as events as possible and to grow our knowledge in, in voice technology okay great and then I mean that's a very interesting point you make about about wanting to get involved with what's going on in Europe particularly in every event in Europe how would you say based on what you've learned um, how are voice applications being developed and utilized differently in Europe compared to say the US or, or Eastern China for example oh yeah um, I mean the the, the, the Asian Pacific um, uh, market is, I would say, a standalone um, market, um, which with, with their own um, de developments and their own, um, yeah, energy, uh, so to say, um, in, in terms of how fast they develop and stuff like that. I think we in the European market and, and the US market don't have so much common right now with the with the Asia Pacific market, um, but uh, into, I mean in terms of uh, language and and all these in the implications of, of the different language and, and the different uh, approach to technology from a user perspective, is that true for adoption too? Is it true maybe that maybe European and American uh, users are more skeptical sometimes of voice technology than than in East Asia? Um, I would say related. Compared to the U.S. and the Asian Pacific market, uh, we are the, the most <laughs> most skeptical persons right here in, in Europe. But this is not new to us as well. I mean, it's, it's, it's a thing that um, many people see and, and say about the, the, the European or in special in, in general, um, yeah, yeah the, the German the German guys, so to say. Um, 
and we've we've also attended a few events in the U.S. Uh, this year and last year. And what we've seen is that that the U.S. market is not that far away or more m way more evolved than our markets uh, right now. Um, I think last year or the or two years ago there was a huge or more yeah a huge gap between between our um, knowledge and, and experiences uh, and compared to to the US but now it's it's more or less um, the same questions we are asking uh, and we are wondering about yeah so what do you think from your own experience what is the reason for the lack of adoption in of voice applications in in Germany is it is it the uh, cultural difference? Is it a historical difference? Is it just a, a, maybe skeptical because the technology was developed in the US? So what, do you, what do you think the primary reasons are? Do people just think they don't need it? Um, no, I think it's, a more, it's more from a behavioral, um, uh, it's more a behavioral thing because um, over the last 10 years, uh, we got used to Like grabbing uh, the the smartphone and asking Google for 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 an answer to to my question, or interacting with other people over social media, and um, these things are very hard to or these behavioral um, uh, things are very hard to break, and these needs um, yeah needs mo more than just one year to change people's behavior and people's um, security concerns, right? Um, and I think in, in, in the U.S. they have Alexa now for more than, I think today is the, yeah, today is the birthday of Alexa. <laughs> she, <laughs> Happy birthday, yeah, Alexa. Yeah, yeah, she got, right, it's, it's, it's the November 6th and she got, I think, five or six, it's her sixth anniversary right now in the U.S. And um, Alexa's two and a half years uh, in, in Germany so far, so um, it, it takes some time to um, get used to it, to see what, what it can bring to your everyday um, situations and, and the, the value it brings to your life and how it could things improve in your life. And I mean, this takes in one cultural uh, culture, it takes more, more, uh, more time to, to break behaviors right yeah well i i loved what um i think it was either you or 169 labs tweeted it was a, a series of uh, user reviews of the first ipod <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah and this is fantastic yeah. if, um for people who are listening go to 169 labs twitter or 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 yours I'm sorry i don't remember but There's this great um article showing all of the uh responses to the press release for the for the ipod and people saying Why would anybody want an MP3 player? A thousand songs is excessive. This is ridiculous. Why would I ever need this? Yeah, yeah. What I what I heard, and it's it's quite comparable to this, is uh, on an event in the US. It was the Voice Summit uh, in, in July in, in New York, and there was uh, this amazing guy from. Uh, he recently joined uh, Adobe as, uh, uh, I think, product manager or product owner. Um, for voice in, uh, in, the, in the software team of Adobe XD. Uh, his, name is, his name is Mark Webster. And um, he's a very, very smart guy and brings new, new perspective every day. He brings new perspective uh, to, to, to the voice technology and how uh, things evolve and develop, develop there. And he said, 
that uh, the iPhone is has not been there from from one day to another day, right? Uh, in in 2007, there was a development of 10 years or 15 years from competitors uh, which tried to build smart telephones and smart mobile phones uh, with internet connection and with uh, office applications. You remember the, the Palm uh, device or uh, oh, yeah. BlackBerry device. BlackBerry, with a, with yeah. a stylus. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and the iPhone is the ultimate result out of these um, experiments to bring smart technology or connected uh, technology to these devices. And uh, compared to the developments of voice assistance, I mean, especially in the, the recent years, um, there's, there's so much uh, uh, um, to, 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 to be uh, explored in the future. And I think um, there will be more and there will be maybe the ultimate uh, voice assistant technology in the future as well. And, and now we are in that phase that um, Amazon and, and Google Assistant and Samsung Bixby um, yeah, have uh, mo made the most, the most out of the, the recent um, improvements of machine learning and deep learning and AI and stuff like this. But there's yeah. uh, still so much, so much to improve in the future, and um, yeah. Okay, very interesting. So you really do yeah. see a parallel between how um, products like the the smartphone came about and what's happening in voice right now. Is it's right now it's at a different stage. It's that scramble to figure out the best way to reach people. Yeah, I mean that's, that's and it's this is uh, this comparison to to the developments of um, smartphones is a very common used uh, example um, but it's it's fair because uh, most people can um, can relate to this you know yeah, it's um, common because it works yeah <laughs> and it works <laughs> yeah, yeah you're absolutely right but uh, we've seen I mean we it's only 12 12 years ago and it seems that to be that that the iPhone has been there forever right um, yeah it seems ubiquitous yeah, it's, people can't can't imagine to live without their their smartphones or their screens in their pocket, and um, we hope that this happens to voice technology as well in the next five or ten years. Right? Yeah, yeah, the luxury becomes a necessity, and it gets better and better along the way. I, yeah. I want to ask. I want to ask you. Um, so, out of the out of the big three that you named, um, Alexa, Google, and Bigsby, do you have a favorite platform? Oh, no, no. I'm in love with every platform. I have, uh, like, <laughs> every platform in, in my household and in my office. Um, oh, wow. I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I've to, to have to try it out and have to, to, to break things and, and, and to, to push the boundaries and see the limitations of each platform to consult our clients in the, in the best, uh, best way, right? Yeah. This is why we have... Uh, all these, um, all these devices and gadgets um, to, um, yeah, to try things out. Mm. Yeah, because your agency is doing everything it can to advise companies on how to best kind of adapt their their products and services to voice interfaces, right? So it's important you know each each platform. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, the most important uh, uh, platforms right now are um, Alexa, obviously, and and Google Assistant. 
and Bixby, I think starting this year uh, in, with a German Bixby voice uh, assistant gets more and more um, attention as well and I think will play a more important role in, in the next year when the marketplace opens up in, in Germany um, where people then can submit and, and publish their uh, capsules. So, so are capsules. they called? Yeah, capsules, right. Yeah. Okay, so is that like a skill on Alexa? I know much more about Google and Alexa and Amazon than yes. I know about Bixby. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's the term of, of a skill or an app. Yeah. Okay, very nice. New terminology, mm -hmm. new brand identity. I like it. Does it? Yeah. I'm just curious on the on a on a personal level. Does it get a little schizophrenic talking to loads of different voice interfaces every day? Um, Are you in your yeah. house talking to all of them over and over? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like uh, Alexa asked Google to ask Bixby. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you no. guys are all talking together. <laughs> no, not yet. Uh, but I think uh, Alexa and Cortana um, are close friends. Um, uh, when we um, believe the, the, the press releases, the recent, recent ones that they interact together, that you can use Cortana over Alexa. Yeah, that's yeah. Just possible. Um, uh, no, it's, um, I mean, it's, it's part of my job and, um, I try to be the, 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 the best, the best user as well in, uh, at home and together with, with my girlfriend. And, uh, I try to convince my family as well to use these uh, interfaces, uh, to have like more, um, more insights on different, um, uh, target groups. I mean, my, my parents, uh, use it. There are. 60 plus and I want to see which which use cases are interesting for them and and my, my brother has a young family and um, what what can bring a voice assistant or what values and and, 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 and the benefits can bring voice assistant there and yeah this is yeah the most obvious thing we should do like talking to to our family and friends and see what what they are doing right yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, what are the latest trends in terms of user age? Because I think it's easy to assume that young people are quick to adopt a new technology that just makes sense. But in, in my own reading, which is, is not as extensive as yours, but I found that there's a lot of people who are excited about the possibility for voice user interfaces in the space of, for example, um, elderly care. Um, one, because sometimes if you're you know sick or, or, or aging, it's it's sometimes difficult to interact with a device physically and second because when you remove a, a visual interface and just have a voice conversation if it's natural enough it can sometimes actually be an easier barrier to jump for an older person who might not be as technologically uh, savvy I totally agree to that um, this was one of our first projects in our company as well um, uh, we started off uh, with the hackathon and um, created um, an emergency alert for elderly people. Yeah. And uh, this wow. is something we're, we're super interested in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we won this hackathon <laughs> with, this, <laughs> uh, with this idea, uh, luckily. And, uh, but this, this was like the, the, the beginning, the very pub public beginning, so to say, of 169 Labs, uh, where we thought, okay, I think we are on spot, right time, right decision. And let's let's do that. And I mean, uh, energized with the with this uh, trophy um, from from this hackathon, uh, we got introduced to Amazon, and uh, they got notice of us, and they asked us if we want to if we want to publish this idea to the skill store. And we 
answered yes we want to do it and we want to do make it make a product out of it in 100 days this was our next challenge after the hackathon and this is something we uh um yeah we we, we achieved and and made, made possible and um 100 days later we uh, published this skill to the skill store and from from there on um, everyone who has an Alexa device can activate this skill and uh, store a contact person in, in case of emergency and they can say like Alexa um, please, please um, yeah please um, contact XYZ and then this, this person will be called automatically from our yeah, voice over peace service and um, yeah they can take care of these these people yeah. That's amazing because I mean I think that is a classic I mean that's a classic fear right that an elderly person falls and can't get to the phone right that's uh that's yeah. something that's yet to be solved but if you can yeah. speak if you can still speak but not move uh, yes. there's your solution yes yes this is uh, happens <laughs> very very often I mean we talk to a lot of companies uh, or, or um, institutions there in the healthcare um, sector and ask them what are the, the, the pain points right now or the, weak, the weaknesses of the systems that are out there. And, um, yeah, it's like wearing these, these red buttons, yeah, um, where people then see that you need help and that you are a person that needs help, right? right? And with these technologies of voice assistance, um, you have these, uh, it's, you know, maybe the term like uh, calm technology, ambient technology yeah it, it embeds into your um, your environment and it's there when you need it but it's um, not there when you don't need it and it's not visible when you don't, when you don't need it right it's, it's, yeah it's not a, a visible handicap so to speak in the, in the elderly it, care example exactly 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 and I mean it's very hard to have a fast fast uh, adoption there because um, there are other questions and challenges to, t challenges to take um, uh, in, in terms of, of data uh, privacy and 100% and, and, um, functionality of, of this uh, technology, right? I mean, you are, you have to have internet connection to make it, to make it work. And if this is not... Um, uh, if, if your internet connection is not working, it's, your system is not working, and, and these are challenges we have to to take there, or um, yeah, companies have to take there when when they want to create um, solutions for these mass mass medium uh, technologies like Alexa and Google Assistant. Yeah, but it can be a nice add-on right now. I mean, you have that technology that that that, that common technology of wearing this, these buttons or, or something like this. And if you forgot to wear it, you have a fallback um, technology, right? Okay, this. yeah, that's that's an amazing use case. That's extremely yeah. cool. Yeah. What about, um, I mean, but to, to move on to another, main, where, where yeah. do you currently see the biggest potential for, for voice? Or maybe what industries do you see a lot of potential, if you don't want to just name one, one area? Um, yeah, I mean, as music and then audio and and um, consuming media in general is one of the, um, the best 
the best use cases right now, the most used um, um, features on voice assistants. This might be like an invitation for media companies um, to to make their content available on Alexa or Google Assistant, right? And um, so we are talking to a lot of publisher um, companies and 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 TV stations and radio stations, uh, podcast uh, hosts, <laughs> um, <laughs> like making their their um, their podcast or they their, their content available because they have so much. Um, content already um, like ready to, to, to be broadcasted yeah um, to be to be heard and to be to be seen maybe um, this, this could be a, an easy way to um, recycle or upcycle their existing content right and this is something we see right now that there's um, yeah they try to approach um, voice but more with uh, in a strategic way, not like these, like two years ago, um, throwing marketing budget on companies like we are, agencies, and doing something just because it's it's, it's fancy and it's cool and uh, to be first mover. Now in 2019, I would say that they, um, yeah, take they take more time to think. Okay, what are very good approaches and very thoughtful uh, use cases and not just reading out the, the, the front page of my website, right? Um, okay. Yeah. Although it is a nice website. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, this is one thing I would say media companies and um, a lot of attention uh, goes uh, right now to uh, the gaming uh, industry and yeah. um, more games, voice games and interactive stories and uh, kids kids stuff um, super interesting um, I would say um, because you want I mean everyone's uh, goal is to ha to have less screen time for their kids um, and then searching for solutions besides going out and playing uh, on the street or um, um, somewhere else um, and this is the perfect technology for for, for the, the youngest youngest generation as well yeah because it gets them off the screen, it gets them talking. Do you think? Yeah, talking and and interacting maybe with uh, with their friends, but not staring at the screen and getting uh, sucked into uh, thousands of recommendations um, from from YouTube or somewhere, right? And and um, yeah, yeah, which can have its pitfalls, as we all know. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's an interesting point. I mean, but so then I'll, I'll open it up to this. What what concerns, if any, do you currently have about how voice UI uh, could be used? I mean, for example, um, I'll I'll go to the the speaking one. Um, I have uh, a friend's nephew. He's um, he's like fourteen, and he does a lot of texting on his phone. Yeah. And sometimes when you speak to him, he'll kind of he'll kind of, it seems like he applies a hashtag in how he speaks. I'll, I'll, like, for example, <laughs> like, someone will say, like, do you want to go to the park? And he'll, he won't say, no, thank you. He'll go, oh, hellhole. And so it's almost, it's almost like the technology has, has, has kind of encouraged his mind to kind of uh, brand each interaction with sort of a theme. Mm. Um, and, I mean, I could imagine maybe a, a, a younger kid learning, learning uh, to speak on a, on a voice interface thing. I mean, there's, there's these uh, videos on YouTube where... Uh, I've, I've, they're quite funny where, you know, a kid says, you know, play Winnie the Pooh or something. And then, and then the, the, 
Alexa orders pornography or weapons and the parents are going, no, no, Alexa, no. <laughs> um, you, you must have seen some of those. Well, I mean, I guess there probably are some, some bugs to sort out as the technology improves. But um, yeah. Yeah, right. Hashtag WTF. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, um, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. It's uh, super interesting to see how um, every generation has its own way to um, get, get used to, um, to the technology and how they use the technology. And this is why, um, like, like your, your system maybe can in the future, and this is uh, something you mentioned earlier, how can, can voice technology be used right now and can, can, uh, what's the, the, yeah, the biggest opportunity for voice, how, how can it improve people's life? And it's like adopting to um, to the way we speak, and it's like adopting to my um, yeah my way of uh, consuming media and my interest uh, interests and the personalization of it, you know. Because right now it's a it's a family uh, medium a thing, yeah. Um, but now um, or so far. Um, everyone has, has has interacted with Alexa uh, with the same Alexa device and same Alexa account, and um, it wasn't it wasn't possible to uh, distinguish between the different persons in your household. And um, this is something that changes right now. And it's <laughs> like one week ago, um, the announcement that this can be solved by uh, uh, personalization features in skills that you know, okay. Um, this is a per, this, there are different persons speaking to my to this application, and um, you can remember these persons and then can um, adapt to um, these persons and to their interests. Okay. And, yeah, and maybe like um, having the same the same voice experience talking to maybe people sixty plus or uh, maybe fifteen years old, right? And you can use their um, yeah their jargon and 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 their their, their mannerisms right this is, this is a this is a very very good thing uh, and this yes. makes makes it more personal because the, I mean this is the ultimate goal of 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 personal uh, digital personal assistance yeah to be personal and to to know something about me and to to make the the um, yeah. The, the tasks for me or to, to complete tasks for me and to, to help me in my everyday life. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it would be more human, right? I mean, for example, I don't speak to uh, my buddies the same way I talk to my grandmother, for example. So why, yeah. should, my, why should my voice assistant? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, I think this is now the beginning of a, um, or can be the beginning of a new era of, of voice applications when this, uh, works, yeah, um, uh, from a technical um, perspective, that we can um, uh, detect the, the people's uh, voice without having any personal data of them. We have just one, uh, another ID, um, uh, which, uh, which, which identifies the people, um, and we can then, like, um, yeah, um, having multiple conversations and relationships um, with a different experience level and uh, dif different developments and evolvements over time, right? There can be somebody 
using my voice application for the very first time, but another person in the household is using it for already six months or, or more. And um, so we have to treat these persons differently, and this is possible right now. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the Joaquin Phoenix movie, Her, if you've seen that, where... Um... I quoted so many times in my presentations, yes. Yes, yeah, where, yeah. He, where he, had, he answers four questions and then they configure the optimal person to talk to him and uh, with a little surprise, yeah. it's Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, I think there's a new new movie out uh, um, two weeks ago. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a comedy stuff, a funny movie. Uh, with this um, very well-known comedian, um, uh, Jonah Hill, right? I think Jonah Hill, um, who's, okay. who's who's playing the the the, the he's, he's the main the main actor in the um, in the movie, and he has his voice assistant every time with him on on a smartphone, and um, building up a relationship. Very very funny because um, like the the voice assistant is um, yeah. Doing everything for him and 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 trying to get in touch with uh, with girls and uh, <laughs> stuff like this. Yeah, very funny. I've seen the the trailers. I think it's um, it's in the US right now um, in 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 theaters and it's coming to Europe. I think in uh, in, in January or February somehow. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's interesting to see like what what form it takes. Does does the, does yeah. the voice interface become a personal assistant? Does each company have its own sort of personality bot that interacts with your voice assistant? I mean, it's, it's yeah. I guess all that stuff is yet to be decided in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. But I am curious. So if someone you would know this, I mean, what career advice is out there? If someone you if you know someone that was interested in building and designing a voice application. Yeah. What 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 broad career advice would you offer them? Um, oh, there are tons of of um, of interesting um, people and um, blog articles in in the web. Yeah, uh, I would say Twitter is the single source of truth. Um, Twitter when you is want. the single source yeah. of truth. Yeah, I would say uh, if you want to connect with other people in in voice, uh, use Twitter because. Um, or LinkedIn, um, if you want to maybe approach um, uh, companies who are working in this field. But if you want to have an insight um, how people, independent people, independent developers and agencies and other big companies are, um, are um, yeah, are working in, in voice, um, uh, follow, follow the, the most important people on, on Twitter and see what they are talking about because... Um, yeah, and, and that's our, one of our goals as well with everything we are doing right now um, is that we want to grow the community and, and build up the community, sharing knowledge. And uh, I would say in, in voice especially, um, I can't, I don't know how it, how it is on, on other technologies, but in voice especially, um, from our experience, I can tell you that uh, people are willing to share their knowledge and their experiences, and this is uh, absolutely the best way to grow, to grow the market, and to make things better and to improve um, the quality of, of voice applications and experience. Because best practice has have to be um, have to be yeah uh, set and have to be um, defined right now. Yeah, yeah. This, this is a task for all of us. Yeah. Yeah, well, I know the voice designers on our team loved meeting you, and you offered them a lot of really interesting resources that they were excited about. And yeah, 
Um, yeah. You also organized um, a, a huge voice event um, through 169 Labs, um, all about voice. Do you want to talk about that? Um, of course. The, um, uh, it, I mean, that's that's one of this uh, of of this atom or molecule of our organism, right? Um, like bringing people together, sharing knowledge, and the All About Voice conference, which took place for the second time this year, uh, with uh, two hundred twenty people from um, from across Europe, um, um, and with speakers from from across the the globe. Uh, we had people from the U.S., from Israel, from the U.K., from Switzerland, um, from Italy. Um, on stage and from Germany, of course, as well. And um, yeah, our aim is to bring people together um, and to bring these Twitter handles <laughs> in one room to discuss the latest developments and to um, yeah to engage with people uh, who are interested in in voice and who are maybe not sure uh, right now how they can can approach it and. How important it might be in in, in in terms of yeah having it in my digital agenda for the upcoming years and um, yeah our our claim is like having the voice first family together and we very we insist on on this term of family because it's it's it feels like a family right now yeah and it must have felt like this. Um, 20, uh, 2008 or nine, when the first iOS developers and, and, and Android developers had their own little conferences and, and brought people together to shape the future of uh, mobile uh, UI or mobile UX, right? And this is the same, the same approach we have right now. Yeah, they saw a potential for something to really shake things up. Yeah, yeah. And the feedback was was quite quite good. <laughs> um, Our guys uh, loved it. Yeah, yeah, we loved it too. Um, we had an amazing uh, day or, or two days, so to say, because uh, the day after the conference, um, we had a, a nice, absolutely nice uh, stay and visit of the Munich uh, city center with uh, with the speakers from from uh, abroad. And uh, had perfect weather, like last year as well, um, like sunny and, and very warm uh, in mid of October. And it was a uh, very great, um, great experience and great event with a lot of support from, from the major platforms, uh, from Amazon, from, um, uh, from Samsung as well, and uh, from the, the country of, of Bavaria uh, as well. I love Bavaria. Well, I mean, based on these um, these uh, bits of feedback you've been getting and the enthusiasm, I mean, can you see a big increase on the horizon as it regards adoption of voice products in Germany? Yeah. Yeah? Um, yeah, 100%. Um, I think right now we have like 12% of the households um, in Germany are using uh, these uh, smart speakers. Yeah. And... Uh, we have to distinguish between these ones and all smartphones, which are already equipped with uh, voice assistants. And uh, as voice use cases getting more and more mobile, we expected this to 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 come 
um, in, in summer this year, but it maybe will be something um, for, for the beginning of next year. Um, but uh, when, when Alexa and Google Assistant uh, are present in your car and, and your um, earbuds, uh, I mean, you have, uh, for sure you have seen the, the, the launch event of, um, of Amazon and the hardware, new hardware they just, just announced and, and uh, released, um, like earbuds and, and frames and uh, even a ring. With, yeah, with they're Alexa. trying. They're, they're crossing yeah. into Apple territory now. They're they're trying to go into hardware and yeah. Well, Amazon's yeah. trying to go into everything all the time, I guess. But, yeah, I but, think Brett Brett Kinsella from from the Voice Bot one one very good uh, source of, of information about uh, the adoption of voice and statistics and news and and, and headlines about voice. Brett Kinsella is the the founder of of, uh, of VoiceBot and already was uh, was also a speaker at our conference, the, the keynote speaker at our conference. Okay. He just yeah he attended the, this launch event and he this is why why, why I mentioned this like uh, I want to quote him because he he or I think an interview partner of him said like um, Amazon is uh, throwing spaghetti to the wall and see what sticks on the wall yeah and this yeah, is what yeah. they, 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 their approach. Uh, how they um, release new new hardware, like and they've got a lot of spaghetti. Yeah, <laughs> lot of, yeah, yeah, exactly. A lot of spaghetti and a lot of money to buy spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of money to buy spaghetti. That's true. They'll probably sell me some spaghetti in the grocery app too. Um, yeah. So where do you? What do you? Um, what about conversational commerce? Since we're speaking about Amazon, I mean, voice. Mm -hmm. I feel has a huge role there. I mean, what do you? What, what, what opportunities come when one can, you know, make purchases or do financial transactions um, through speaking, you know? Yeah, um, I think uh, this will definitely, this will, uh, will have an impact. Um, right now, uh, there are a few, <clears throat> a few voice applications out there where you can spend, spend money. Um, like when by, by buying uh, physical products or digital um, products, but I think we have um, to be patient a bit because uh, adoption still still going on. Uh, people are getting used to it. People um, fall in love with with uh, timers and and, and uh, controlling their smart home devices via voice, and this is the the, the best way to um yeah to go or to, to that to do that step into that um technology and um to get familiar with it and i think um spending money um and it's not I'm, I'm not talking about a euro or two i'm talking about maybe 50 100 or 500 euros via voice this will take take some time and we have to be yeah. patient we have to be patient i mean especially from <clears throat> from from a supplier uh, uh, perspective as we are or a technology provider as we are um a solutions provider sorry a solution provider as we are um we have to be uh, to be patient because we have to wait for the market to um to develop at this on the stage that we are right now you know um yeah we know so much about it we <clears throat> we interact with it every day 24 hours and we know so much about it and this is uh, where we get from time to time we got we have the feeling of get 
get stuck, right? But yeah. it's because it's because the 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 audience and the users and the companies and brands they need some more time to get there where we are right now. And this this time will come, and uh, this will be next year maybe, and then we will have like more uh, co commerce cases and not only uh, one-offs and, and, and showcase uh, things. Um, we have maybe then uh, the experience and the, the, the data um, to develop, um, yeah, uh, good, good conversational, conversational commerce cases, yeah. Okay. Is that part of the reason um, you wrote your, your latest book is to kind of educate people more broadly about <laughs> the utilities of voice interfaces? And now you're dropping everything. What we are doing, great. Um, uh, thank you. Yeah, this is uh, exactly um, the reason why we, um, why we wrote um, the All About, it's all, also called All About Voice, um, the book. Yes, um, All About Voice. All About Voice, yeah, it's, it's German. Um, for multiple reasons. The first one is a very um, trivia um, reason. It's just because there is no German book right now. Yeah. On and you are design. German, and we are in Germany, so it does make a lot of sense. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and um, it's uh, because um, we want that people who are now entering um, the voice business, um, so to say, um, I don't, I don't, they, they don't have to um, ha go through all that, these challenges and pitfalls that we experienced over the last um, uh, two and a half or three years. And it's more or less um, um, like a workshop. Yeah. Um, uh, you can, or my, or our goal was do you have the book uh, next to your laptop? maybe, um, or the Kindle version of it or something, and you can read through it, and from the very beginning to the very end, and at the very end, you might have a ready-to-market product um, which you can release and, and publish into the Alexa Skill Store or the uh, actions on Google directory. Okay. Yeah, so it's very hands-on and it's for beginners. Um, it's, um, and it covers... Uh, like every step from um, from an international market overview to uh, the strategic implications of finding use cases, how you can find use cases for voice, and then how to um, design it and how to prototype it and what you have to be aware of when you want to publish it, like uh, what are yeah. the certification uh, uh, rules and guidelines and policy guidelines. and. It's, it's dedicated especially to, um, to um, the Alexa skills and Google Actions um, right now, might be, uh, might be uh, extended in the, in the future. Um, and it's not covering, and maybe important to say as well, the whole IVR business, uh, interactive voice response business from telephone uh, bots or how to create your own voice assistant from scratch, you know? Um, and this is something which, which is already covered in, in, in a variety of books, international books. But not yet in Germany. This is the first one for Germany. Exactly, yeah. This That's is the great. First, first, first book on, on, on voice design, so to say.
Yeah. Well, if there's one thing that that's that's true about Germany is at least with with technologies or industry stuff, it does seem like um, you know Germany does have a habit of of uh, I, I say this broadly of being sort of the the tortoise that wins the race. Sometimes there's a, there's a conservative adoption, but then once something is yeah. adopted, people go really full on. You know. Yeah, yeah, and this is why uh, we have to be um, to be patient. Most people expect that um, with the current state of mobile technology that and that, that this took almost 15 years to be there where it is now um, but it seems to be like that this took only two or three years and people now think in this fast moving um, environments we are right now with social media and and um, like everyone, nobody has a desktop computer, right? Uh, everyone has a laptop, has an iPad, has one or two smartphones and other smart devices. People expect that um, technology has to evolve in two years um, or three years, which normally maybe it took 15 years in the past. And um, I think this is the, the, the wrong um the wrong way to see things and we have to be patient a bit more more patient a bit yeah yeah because people need time to process the information even if it's out there yeah yeah and i mean um yeah even 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 me uh, as i am working with these technologies every day um i still uh, be stay sit or or stay um uh, in, in front of of, uh, of an voice assistant and don't know what to say or what to what to ask and and what to do next um, and I'm still um, having the hand on my pocket right and and um, um, having my smartphone as the first first assistant uh, or first point of contact if I need information and yeah. Um, yeah, this is something that takes years to to break these these behaviors. And the smartphone or screens in general will still play um, uh, play a role. Right? Uh, it's not that 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 voice will now take over everything, uh, but it will be a very good add-on to uh, not even to to smart speakers. Um, it's it's a, a good addition to. Mobile experience to screen experience on on a desktop, and I think we will see websites which are which can be voice controlled in the future, or uh, mobile apps. I mean, you the the new iOS uh, features with the voiceover technology and um, a voice um, control control features. You know, um, especially for people with uh, yeah um, um, certain. Um, uh, disabilities and, and and stuff like this. this yeah, like the example this, you were citing before. Yeah, this is this is huge. I mean, this and, it, and it's and it's working. I mean, uh, you can control the, your Mac and your your iPhone with your voice um, totally, and you don't need anything else uh, right now. And this will will be applied to uh, to more and more uh, mobile apps, I'm pretty sure, and to websites as well, and to. Yeah, to everything else, which everything else of technologies which are interacting with over the day. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's an interesting point about voice in general and also, you know, as in Germany, to go back to your, your iPhone example, you know, people don't mm -hmm. associate Germany much with the, uh, maybe the iPhone, but I think my understanding from my own research is that uh, actually there's a couple of Mittelstand uh, German manufacturers who actually yeah. do produce a couple of critical components for uh, smartphones and you know, that supply chain for iPhones does also largely involve Germany. Yeah, you're right. So maybe I mean, that's I mean, the same for, for, um, for voice interfaces, right? I mean, Germany will find a, a niche as, as uh, market adoption comes up and they'll zero in on that niche and do really well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm super curious to see how things uh, will be in uh, 2020 and the next, the next years. Um, yeah. Yeah, you do have a very, very strong curiosity and, and interest in, in voice application technologies. If, if you don't mind my asking, what, what first prompted your interest in, in voice in particular? Um, it's um, quite boring, uh, <laughs> the explanation for that. Um, but uh, I got involved into uh, to a product or team, a startup, which created... Um, uh, chatbots um, or uh, um, yeah, um, self-service platform to create messenger bots for Facebook, and this were my these were my first um, yeah my first uh, baby steps in, in conversational interfaces uh, five or six years ago. Okay. And um, in general, I was pretty impressed by by the the conversational aspects of it. But I didn't see so much. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of, of, of chatbots, so to say. Yeah, okay. because because uh, like um, like texting all the things I I, I I would I would say to a to a um, to a call agent or something um, didn't seem that huge improvement to me, uh, to be honest. I mean, for certain use cases, uh, um, yes, but but most of them weren't. Especially like uh, when it gets to entertainment and and, and funny stuff and and uh, media, um, um, there were there weren't so much use cases which I have seen uh, in the past. And um, yeah, uh, but the conversation aspect of it, like using natural language for it, and that technology has to detect uh, my my intention out of it and how you can phrase things to to um, yeah to to express your intention this was a point that was very very interesting to me and um, yeah together with uh, with my business partner uh, Dominic uh, which I already know for 10 years or more um, we decided to um, put our knowledge together, my knowledge from the design and, and concept to concept, uh, concept uh, stuff and, and, and knowledge together with, uh, with his um, technology um, expertise. Um, we thought it might be a good idea um, to bring these together and to um, yeah, be one of the first agencies in Germany dedicated to, um, to voice assistance. That's that's great. I always love stories of pairings of people where there's a like a design conceptual person and a more technical person, and they they combine forces to make stuff. I mean, it's always yeah. 
interesting. I'm always interested in that sort of thing. Yeah. I come from the design side, so I'm 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 very into the concepts and how things get interpreted and iterated and and all of that. And um, mm -hmm. what do you yeah. what do, what do you like most about that process of trying to design or conceive of a, a new use case for a for a voice tool? Um, I would say even for for us, we have. Uh, we learn so much in every new project uh, right now. This is, um, I'd say, the, the the one of the reasons why why I wake up in the morning and say, okay, today um, there will be new challenges and there will be new things uh, we have to, uh, new problems we have to solve, and new stuff we don't find on Stack Overflow or on other other sources in the internet. Um, and this is why you get you have to be creative, and uh, not, not only in, from a design perspective, also from 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 a technical perspective, how you can solve uh, problems which has uh, which have never been there before. And this is uh, yeah. this is super interesting, um, like doing pioneer work in this field, and um, yeah, sharing this sharing this knowledge and. Um, and every new project, um, even even for us, as I said, um, it's more complex than we um, uh, than we thought it would be. Yeah, yeah, because conversations, okay. conversations, and conversational interactions are on on, on on more than just one level a complex complex interaction. That's that's very cool. So yeah, the desire to learn and and every day being different is is a, is a drive to to yes. discover more. So this is you know as much a discovery thing for you as it is for the people who are creating voice stuff, right? You guys are all in this together. Absolutely, absolutely. And for the very first time in my in my life, I don't have the the desire to move on after three years of doing something. <laughs> that yeah. is a powerful yeah. statement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah, yeah, keep going. No, no, uh, I just said that because it was this was like uh, the, the the break the the break point uh, after three years in my career. Right now, after three years, I thought that I'm I'm not done in a negative way. Yeah, I'm like having uh, having invested everything I can and 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 having done everything I, I can, um, and now it's. It gets time to um, to approach new stuff, and this is the first time I would say, which I don't have that desire. Yeah, yeah, that is a very exciting thing to find out because I think, <laughs> um, I mean, I'm 28, so I, I'm well aware of what what happens. People go, you know, a couple of years here, a couple of years there, but it, it must be a, a fascinating feeling when when uh, not just fun, but like you must be intrigued. What about it holds your yeah. attention? Yeah. And this hasn't happened on purpose. I mean, it, I'm not counting years. And I, after three years, I, <laughs> I've said, okay, now I, it's not time for something new. It's right. like uh, it's something I just discovered by um, having a re retrospective on 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 uh, on my career. And it seems to me that like three or three and a half, four years, there is something uh, <laughs> in me that wants to wants to move on or uh, getting to to next or higher level or some, some something like this mm -hmm. yeah no that's that is that's good I, yeah I, I, uh, I think that's that's a, a really good way to approach any any career or 
or interests career or not. Um, yeah, I should ask you um, maybe as as we wrap things up. Yeah. Um, as as you pursue this this uh, this this career in in voice interface design and, and building communities around it and informing yourself and others about its applications and its potential and its utility. How, how do the voice interfaces as they exist now, how do voice interfaces help you personally get more done? Um, yeah. So I use it every day. Um, I mean, for the obvious use cases that are out there uh, in my personal uh, environment or private environment. And uh, in, um, in, in, in the business environment or in the office, I'm, um, I'm using voice technology to, um, to record uh, uh, notes and to have transcripted uh, reminders of something. Um, um, we are we're using a task management tool as well um, in our oh, company. Yeah? <laughs> yes. And they just, uh, it's unfortunately not work streams, not, not yet. Um, not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Um, they just just added uh, a voice recording um, feature to their to their mobile app, for example, as well. So I don't have to type any any things, uh, any any tasks that I want to to um, yeah save on the go or um, um, yeah submit on the go. And this is um, quite interesting and uh, quite an interesting development. And uh, so I use it. Um, First and foremost, to set reminders and to um, uh, to have a transcript transcripted version of, of something I said, or I have to keep keep track of. Yeah, that's that's great. Um, I think yes, I think that's a wonderful way to wrap um, what you've been doing, what you've been excited about, what you've been motivated by, and what's what's yet to come in the exciting world of uh, voice interface design. Um, Tim, thank you so much for chatting with me today. Uh, thank you so much uh, for having me. I really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you. Great. <laughs> All right, I'm going to just stop the recording now. Me too. All right, stopping the recording. If you'd like to hear more about what Tim is up to or how you can learn more about voice interface design, go to 169labs.com or .de if you're a German speaker. Uh, you can also check out his book, All About Voice, and check out the conference, All About Voice. And that's it. As always, get your stuff done, go home, and enjoy your life. Take care.